Hey, do you think the elastic woman in The Incredibles needs to use birth control or can she just be a diaphragm? <laughs> well, that's it. We're officially out of things to talk about. <laughs> Hey everybody, welcome back to the latest episode of PMS, the Perpetual Motion Squad, a Big Bang Theory fan podcast. And we are your hosts, Big Bang Theory super fans, married couple Cat and Poe. And we are delighted and excited to do this week's season three, episode 20, The Spaghetti Catalyst. Dun, dun, yes. Dun. What did we think of this episode? Eh, yeah, sorry. me too. It was all right. Wasn't wasn't overly exciting. It had it was... a couple of moments that were vaguely amusing, but it wasn't. Yeah. No, the writers sort of like didn't hit their mark on this one. There was, no. wasn't really any part that I'd really sit there and go, that was a really great episode that I, I loved. I mean, look, all the episodes are, are, are good, okay? Some of, some of them are great, some of them are extraordinary, some of them are out of this world, but this one is just... And some of them episode. are just okay, and this yeah. is one of the just okay ones. Okay. Um, now, last week, I actually put a question up. Have you uh, given or received the premature I love you? Absolutely zero people answered. So okay. it's either that they couldn't, they just didn't want to go down that path of being heartbroken but the week previous the episode 18 the pants alternative i had put have you ever had to give a speech now our little friend wednesday's our, our back. super fan our super fan wednesday now i don't know what their name is but i'm going with what they actually do and they've, they started off with wednesday the picture is of wednesday adam so i'm going to stick with wednesday so until they tell me otherwise it's wednesday thank you so God. Yes. So they had wrote, written that they had to give a speech. Yes, it was a best man speech, but it was, a, it was a disaster because they lost it. And when they had to get up there, they couldn't remember it. So they had to improvise. And <laughs> I think we could all assume right then and there how terrifying that would be when you go out, get up there to do a speech and then go, oh, my God. I did that at our wedding. I had my thank you speech all written out and I left it in the car and I accidentally forgot my maid of honor. Oh, yes, I know you're still up, very upset about that one. I understand mm -hmm. that. Yeah, I am. Yeah. But yeah, I, I, the only speeches that I've ever had to give, the only real speech I've ever had to give was at our wedding. Yeah. You did yeah. a real lovely job of it, too. Oh, I tried to. So, yeah, so our super fan has answered our question. So, thank you, Wednesday. And remember, if any of you want to get involved with answering the questions that we've got, you can email us at perpetualmotionsquad00, that is the number 00, at gmail.com. I don't need to tell you guys this because you guys know it off by heart already. Um, but if you want to answer directly on Spotify, there is a link always at the bottom that you can actually click on and it will take you directly to the And we don't question. close out the questions. So even if you're even if we're on season 12 and you're just starting to listen to this podcast, you can still answer the questions. Yeah, they're never, ever closed. They just stay up there until such time as we end this podcast, which was going to be a long time. Gonna end? Well, at, at the end of season 12, the very final episode, that'll be the end of uh, PMS. No, I think we're going to continue on into Young Sheldon. Oh, that is that is your your decision, is it? We're going into Young Sheldon. We have yeah, to go buy every episode. Yep. So PMS becomes Young Sheldon. By the time we finish the 12 seasons of this, Young Sheldon may have wrapped up, so we might have a f another full um, series to do. 
So then we have to go and buy the entire set of, of Young Jordan. I was going to do that anyway as part of the collection. Okay. Um, so, yes. Yeah, so, and we do have a question this week, but we will get to it when we get to it. Oh, but okay. yes, and and also just as a side note, today is the thirteenth of August, twenty twenty three, and Cat had her operation on her knee on Thursday. Just gone. The tenth, yep. The tenth, and so she is now three days into her recovery. Um, how's it going? It's actually going listeners. pretty good. It's still sore and whatnot, but I can definitely all even from the first day I could see improvement in the knee itself. Yes, yes. So she is. Slowly but surely getting through. So to all recovery. of those, to all of those who have been um, sending, you know, love and support, I really appreciate it. It has made a difference. Thank you. Yes, she has. It really has made a difference. So, but we are starting this episode. We are where we are watching Penny getting her brand new Mastercard because she looks at. No, no, no. They canceled her visa, and yeah, she was no, sad. Yes. Then the next envelope, she got a brand new Mastercard. Yeah, and she's like, oh, wow, awesome. Um, and, of course, we see that Sheldon comes in. Which, and goes, technically, banks wouldn't do that if her credit no. was so bad, and except that there are those credit cards that give you, like, 30% interest that will send them. Yeah, and those are the ones we don't want to get anywhere near. Um, so we see that uh, Sheldon comes in. But and he's before like, you jump into that, yes. you did notice a sign in back of Penny stuck on the wall by the mailboxes that said a sublet was $1,200. I know. $1,200 a month. So we got to wonder how Penny affords an apartment on her own. I would love to find out anyone that's living in California that listens to us. or actually anyone, In the greater Los Angeles area. Yeah. Um, let us know. I mean, you don't have to tell us your ins and outs of finances because we don't need to know that. But how much do you pay per month in, in, um, mortgage, in rent? Mm. I mean, $1,200 sublet. And Penny is working at the Cheesecake Factory sporadically. Making minimum wage. Making minimum wage, how the hell is she affording this? Yeah. Are the only no, I mean, I I couldn't I mean the only thing you could probably say is maybe her mother and father are helping her out, but with regards to what's going on with that family, I don't think that would be the case at all. So I don't know. But yeah, one I mean, her apartment's beautiful. It really is. So I don't know how she's affording it. So I would love to hear, you know, I we said LA, but anyone in America, let us know how much money you pay per month. Cause that would just be well see, but this is the thing is the greater Los Angeles area, which Pasadena is part of, yeah. Um is is one of the most expensive places to live in the United States. Now you did look up and you did say that they were only like 10 minutes away from MIT. They could literally no, drive there. I did not say that. Caltech. Oh, Caltech. Sorry. MIT is in Boston, baby. Oh, yes, of course it is. Sorry. I'm having a brain fart. Not enough coffee. Um, but um, Caltech, so they are like 10 minutes away. So they, yeah, they, they can walk the... to Caltech from where their apartment is. So where they are living in Pasadena, because I just want to Oh, trying... no, not Euclid Avenue. That <laughs> we'll get to that. Um, which I'm trying to work out in the greater greater LA area where Pasadena is. How close is it to the city? Is that in the city? Um, to Los Angeles. Yeah, like how far away would they be uh, to with regards to LA? Because you know, I mean, and what and subletting is what someone is renting an apartment that they want you to sublet from them. Yeah, basically, I'm okay. So I'm renting an apartment. And I need to like go travel or something. So I rent it out to you, but you're not on the lease. Right. And that's subletting for $1,200 a month. Oh boy. Okay. So essentially, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cause I'm really curious about where Pasadena is to LA. 
Give me two seconds. Because it really it, it depends on how close they are to how much money. Um, Pasadena's less than half an hour. It's like twenty three minutes away from the center of LA. Yeah. Okay. So so Penny's rent would be quite quite ex exorbitant. Yes, it would. How okay. is this? And woman from afford Disneyland, they are about an hour away from Disneyland. Yeah. Well, that makes sense because they remember, and we're getting to it when the three girls go on the road trip and when they blow off work. Yeah. But the thing is that, you know, Penny on minimum wage, a one person apartment, I don't know how she's able to afford it. I really don't. It's, it's, yeah, I'd be very interested to find out. I mean, you know, when we were renting, we were paying twelve hundred, uh, what twelve, twelve sixty a month, but that was for a three bedroom home, you know, with a backyard, a front yard, a driveway, you know. Okay, uh, yeah. so living in Pasadena is eighty five point eight percent more expensive compared to the national average. The average cost of living in Pasadena is $2,856 for an individual and $6,718 for a family of four. Um, so you're saying that she would actually have to be coming up. I'm, I'm trying to, okay, I'm going to see if I can find an average rent in Pasadena. That would be really interesting to find out because if it, so she'd be okay. Having... So the median rent is two thousand two hundred and ninety-five dollars. Uh, okay, so, so for a okay, you're looking at it between okay. So in twenty twenty one, it was between eighteen hundred and nineteen hundred for a one bedroom. Oh, actually, let me go to one bedroom. Yep, Penny's um, one bedroom. Okay, there we go. So one bedroom. Um, in twenty twenty two, it was just under two thousand dollars, and right. Okay, it peaked in twenty in September twenty twenty two for two thousand six hundred and seventy four dollars. Okay. At the moment, you're looking at about two thousand three hundred and ninety five dollars for a one bedroom in Pasadena. So Penny would have to be would have to be earning. On a on a wage of a of a actress slash cheesecake factory worker, yeah, at least three grand a week. Um, no, a month. Is it that was a month, wasn't it? A month. So she'd have to be have to be earning. No, she'd have to be making at least five grand a month to be able to afford to feed herself as and run her car as well as pay her rent. On a waitress's salary. Of eight dollars something an hour. Yeah, that ain't happening. No way in the world. Forty. She'd have to be working forty out. No, even yeah. if it's forty hours a week, she's still not earning that amount of money. Okay, so, let's say yeah. forty hours a week times eight dollars seventy five. Yep, is three hundred and fifty dollars a week. Three six nine twelve nine. times four weeks is fourteen hundred dollars. So she's short a thousand bucks at least. Um, more like fifteen hundred. Fifteen hundred, yeah, and that's just she... for the rent. Yeah, not including she has to feed herself, put the electricity yeah. on. Pay this for, is why she mooches off the boys so much. Pay for cable as well, that she, yeah. she's got cable, um, and have credit card debt. Yeah. No, not having yeah. that. Yeah, okay. So we see that Sheldon, as we're coming back to the story, we will see that Sheldon walks in to the main lobby and basically goes, okay, so, yeah, and he's like, oh, dear. And she's like, what? And he goes, well, I was just going to go and get my mail. And she says, what, are you going to try and get it telepathically? And it's becomes a He's like, I think you mean telekinetically and no. yeah. But we see that she is, he is very 
apprehensive about going near Penny because of the recent breakup between Penny and Leonard. And, and he really, doesn't know what the social protocol is. And he really doesn't. So it really comes to what am I supposed to do? You know, am I able to have a friendship with Penny and still have a friendship with Leonard sort of situation? So um, we do see that it, it's, it's, it's starting off very, very, the, the boundaries of this of the game is not really established at this stage because really you know Sheldon does have an allegiance to you know Leonard right now but he you can still see that he wants to keep some sort of social convention and he does say you know that he would like to stay friends with her because you know he he spent a lot of time accommodating her into his life it would be a, a shame that he would have to have all that go to waste yeah. with uh, with his <laughs> with his idea of life so as he's walking upstairs with Penny and they're talking backwards and forwards about how Leonard is and things like that, and he happens to look into her her bag of groceries and he sees some Italian spaghetti sauce. And he the says, mama oh, something or other. Yeah. And he says, oh, that's the one that my mother used to make with, with me, you know, for, for me when I used to have spaghetti. And she says, well, you know, I'll have to have you over sometime. And he goes, well, I'm hungry right now. And she goes, well, okay, well, then you can come over for dinner right now. And he goes, well, give me, give me, an, give me an hour. And, and, he, and he goes, well, have you got any hot dogs you can cut up in it? And she says, no, I don't think so. And he goes, well, that's, a, that's okay. I think we do. you know." And he says, well, you're in for an Italian treat. Because <laughs> as we know in young Sheldon, as in we do see this one, that he has spaghetti with little hot dogs cut up in it. Now and he says that this her mother liked his mother liked to cook Italian because she thought that's what the Romans made Jesus eat. Yes, forced Jesus to eat. And I must admit that Kat and I have gone down the path of having spaghetti with sausages cut up in it. And it's actually quite good. It is really good. So I although what, although you like it with hockey noodles rather than spaghetti. I must admit, I that was something that was really interesting. Kat got some hockey noodles at one stage because we they're were actually, these like thick Japanese noodles. They're really nice. We were going to actually originally going to have spaghetti with hot dogs, and and then we, we realized we didn't have any spaghetti, any spaghetti. But they did have some hockey noodles. And this family is sort of like, oh, let's go with it and see what happens. And we did, and it was awesome. <laughs> so we end up by now basically having hockey noodles in replace of spaghetti. I don't don't get me wrong, I love spaghetti, absolutely love spaghetti, but I love hockey noodles, and we usually have that with with the little hot dogs cut up in it. So it's yep, awesome. the sausages cut up. Yeah. In it. Of course, as we see that Sheldon walks into the apartment, and we see that Leonard has gone and got dinner. At he's basically got his tangerine. Is tangerine chicken for him. Uh, you okay, darling? Yeah, sorry. Just yes. you on there. <laughs> Forgot and, to mute the mic. Sorry. And so, um, you know, Sheldon starts eating in the apartment. And in order not to arouse suspicions, he does eat with the boys. And he's like, and of course, Leonard's like, but he's oh, acting you really weird. So he's like, I will eat it with the usual gusto because it's not like I have any other plans to go eat anywhere else. In, in the next hour or so. And as he's talking, he goes, oh, um, do we have hot dogs? And Leonard goes, uh, I don't know. Why? And he goes, well, just making polite dinner conversation. And it's like, okay. So you can see that Sheldon's trying to figure out how to how to get through this. So he, he as he's you know, middle of eating his dinner, Leonard offers him the next the last dumpling. And he goes, would you like the last dumpling? And Sheldon goes, um, yes, I would love that because it's not like that I have to moderate or or my intake, you know, for eating any food intake. Soon. Yeah. yeah. And do you, but he gives this look like, Oh boy! Yeah, this is going. This is not going to go well. And then, of course, as he's is you know eating away, he goes, "Um, 
I'm just going to go into the kitchen and get myself. I am feeling thirsty. So I'm going to go get myself a refreshing beverage. So he gets up and he goes into the kitchen, but as he grabs the bottle of water out of the fridge, he's actually grabbed the, the, um, package of hot dogs. Yeah. And he's stuffing the hot dogs down his pants. (laughs) Down the front of his pants. But he's making drinking noises to cover the noise of the hot dogs going into his pants. Yeah. And he's like, ah, I do. I do like beverage. I do like a refreshing beverage. And of course he does say, okay, well, I'm going to, now it's time for me to take my evening walk. And they're like, hang on. When do you start? When do you, when do you start walking? And of course, this is how it goes. When do you walk at all? And he goes, well, I read a study, and actually, funny enough, it's this true. study is true that if you have your main meal and go for a walk afterwards, it actually does help with digestion of your main main meal rather than just sitting in front of the TV after you've eaten. Like we do. So, it, <laughs> which is what we do. Um, but it does actually help um, assisting your yeah. digestion. So Maybe let's just start getting into that habit. Yeah, right. Yeah, we can talk about it now, but as of tonight, it won't happen. Well, uh, no, because I don't walk very well right no, now. No, right, right now, cat. But once I can get, once I can get going again, I think Oliver would enjoy that. Well, if it happens during summertime, we can go for uh, an evening walk after our main meal. Um, so, of course, we do see that he goes gets to go for he starts going for a walk, and Howard exclaims that I'll walk down there with you and and children and children's like no no it's okay you can go first and he goes well we can go together and he goes I can't see why not and as he goes to walk out Sheldon goes hang on nope, nope no right. reasons no reason and they walk downstairs so as they get down to the bottom landing into the uh, foyer um Howard goes to open up the door because uh, you know Sheldon does say well you know say hello to your mother for me and Howard's holding the door open because he obviously Sheldon's going for a walk and and he's like well i thought you said you're going for a walk well i didn't say outside and he goes well what so you're going to walk up and down the stairs and he goes no that'd be silly (laughs) so he walks out he walks outside and as they're walking uh as they get out to the 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 street he goes okay so which way are you are you walking and he goes well where's your scooter parked because i'm I'm parked down here and he goes okay well i'll walk the other way i'll see you later and of course, as they go, as Sheldon goes to walk in the opposite direction, this is where Howard goes, oh, no, the scooter's down there. And they're walking along, and this is where Howard goes, do I smell hot dogs? And Sheldon's like, I don't know what you smell. And he goes, I, I distinctly smell raw hot dogs. Now, before we start having the conversation between Howard and Sheldon, we see a lady walk past Howard and, and Sheldon going, here's such and such, here's such and such, so... There She's is looking for her dog. Yeah, but there is something. What's interesting is that the hot dog package I don't think was open yet, and I don't think you should be able to smell the hot dogs unless the package has been opened. Exactly. I mean, even if it's defrosting in your pants, which it really is, there's no reason that you'd be able to smell it. So Not no, unless it was it's actually been sealed. Opened. If it's been opened, yes. Yeah, definitely. Oh yeah. But definitely. I don't think it had been opened yet. No, it hadn't been. It was stuffed down his pants because he wouldn't yeah. have opened it. That's not Sheldon. Um. So we see that Howard gets on his little scooter and, and drives away. And of course, Sheldon is waving you know, to him to say, okay, thank God he's gone. I can go back into the apartment and turns around. And we see a very large Rottweiler standing in front of Sheldon. And this is where Sheldon goes, you know, oh, good doggy. Um, hello, doggy. Good doggy. And he goes, look, a cat. And he runs the other direction. Oh, he said, at first he says, I bet you think you can smell hot, hot dogs. dogs. And of course, he runs in the other direction. Of course, this is where the dog chases after him. And we then transition over to Penny's apartment where we're hearing the the knock, 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 Penny. And she counts one, knock, 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 Penny, two. 
no, no, not Penny. Oh, there we go. Three. And we open up the door, and there is Sheldon standing there. He's, All the shovel. He's, he's an absolute disheveled mess, and he's holding a, a single hot dog. And he goes, there, there's the hot dog. I had to trade the other ones for my life. My life. Oh, it is so awesome. Um, so the two start eating spaghetti together, and uh, this is where, you know, Sheldon um, is talking about, you know. But how... I'd like to point out that yeah. by the time they're eating, Sheldon looks like he never went through anything. He's put back together. He looks perfect. Well, I mean, that's Sheldon. I mean, he he would not want to look disheveled in any way, so he would probably have done his hair and, and tried to straighten himself up. Yeah, but I would like pretty. to point out that the purple T-shirt that he's wearing bears the symbol of DC Comics Star Sapphire Corporation, the members of which wield power rings powered by love, which is represented by the purple band of the emotion- emotional spectrum. Really? Yep. I didn't know that one. Yep. That's 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 a nice little um, nugget there. Of yeah, I thought you might like that that's one. That's nice. Um so we're, we're sitting there and we were seeing that Sheldon and Penny are talking backwards and forwards about how Leonard is all cried out that he's no longer crying over Penny. He's no longer going through pictures of, of Penny and, and such. And we're seeing also that, you know, um, Sheldon's very appreciative about the fact that Penny has, has cooked him dinner. And she goes, uh, he goes, because, you know, Leonard never cooks me. Leonard dinner. never cooks for me. And, and she goes, well, that's because Leonard can't cook now. He's like, well, you can't cook is, either, but you made this for me. Yeah. Now, the funny thing is, is that if you remember um, at one stage and we're not going to I'm not going to tell you what stage it is, but, the, you know, she, Leonard in, is talking to Penny and, and she says and she, he's actually cooked her a really nice dinner. And she says, I promise I'll get better. And, she, and he goes, I know you'll promise you'll try. So but you can see that Penny is not a good cook, whereas Leonard is he is actually a decent cook yeah he's not there's been a few times over the series where he's made dinner and it's actually been quite nice yeah he just doesn't do it very often because he doesn't have anyone who appreciates it exactly and And i can vouch for what a difference it makes to have someone who actually appreciates cooking yeah and with sheldon being the you know i want brown rice not this i want this shredded i want that that sauce, that mustard. You know, it's like, you know, it's exhaustive. Why don't you just go and get him takeaway? That way he can complain to anywhere that you get food from and don't complain at me because I wasn't one that cooked it. So, and as we're talking, as we're going along, um, Penny does come up with the idea that she has got some cheesecake um, in the freezer and she's going to defrost or she's got it in the, in the fridge so she can take it out so it gets softer for them. Um, and you got to remember also that Sheldon has eaten Chinese food. So we've got Chinese food and then we've got spaghetti and well, hot when, dogs when, on they, top of when that, he was eating dinner cake. with the boys, Raj says to Howard, do you think you're going to hell because you're eating sweet and sour pork? Yeah. And he's like, uh, Jews don't have hell. We have acid reflux. Yeah. So then when Penny talks about the cheesecake, Sheldon is like, oh dear God, I'm going to Jewish hell. Because <laughs> at one stage they're talking, they're, they're they're talking to each other, and she says something, and he goes, oh, "Do you have a stomach ache too?" And she goes, "No." Why do you? And he goes, "No, just making polite dinner conversation." She goes, "Well, what's new in your life?" And he goes, "Well, my new shoes are not meant for running." And she goes, "Have you been running?" And he goes, "No, no, just 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 say just uh, you know a just theory saying. that I have." So <laughs> so we really see that this is really having a. He's finding it very hard, and we also do also see now. This is something that we didn't, um, we didn't um, touch on, is that when they he when he walked upstairs um, with Penny before he had dinner with her, he walked into the apartment 
And this is where Leonard says, where have you been? And he goes, I was just talking with Penny. And this is where Howard attacks Sheldon and says, that is not cool. You're supposed to pick sides and your side is supposed to be, you're supposed to be with Leonard as in team Leonard. You know, it's yeah. not cool for you to hang around with your best friend's ex-girlfriend. So this is the, this is the, this is the, the, the social problem that he's got that Sheldon's having trouble with. Is he, is he allowed to be friends with Penny? Or is he allowed to be friends with Leonard and Penny? Or does he have to omit Penny altogether and stick with Leonard? You know, whatever happens to Leonard, he's with him, you know. So it really is, it's a social situation that he's having a hard time trying to come to terms with. So this is where we're finding that he's trying to keep it very much under the radar as far as, oh, I, I had dinner with, you know, you. Now I've had dinner with Penny. Then he comes back into the apartment and this is where Leonard goes, where have you been? And he goes, I've been walking. And he goes, what, for the an last hour and, hour and a half? And he goes, oh, I got lost. And he goes, well, how did you get lost? You got Your phone's got GPS. He goes, oh, um, Satellites are down, solar sunspots. flares. And I like how um, Raj goes, there is no solar flares. The, the, the things are not down. I'm an astrophysicist. If something was going on, I would be all over it. And he goes, oh, um, my I battery misspoke. just died. My, I, I meant my battery died. Good night. Yeah, so it's, it's really a hard thing. So later on that evening, there is Leonard, and he is asleep as we all are in the nighttime and uh, Sheldon comes in and wants to talk to him and says, um, I need to tell you something. And he's like, what? And he goes, I've been seeing Penny behind your back. And this is where Leonard goes. Um, okay. Um, when you say seeing, seeing Penny, what does that mean to you? <laughs> and he goes, I had dinner with her tonight. And he said, well, okay, but you had dinner with us as well. So you had, dinner oh, with I didn't her. want to offend you. Yeah, and so, and he goes, and also it was something that Howard said about um, it was uh, guys before. Women who the, sell themselves. Do you mean bros before, bros before hose? hose? And Sheldon goes, yes, but I didn't want to offend the hose. <laughs> and I like how Leonard goes, listen, it's okay if you want to be friends with Penny. It's completely fine. I'm fine with it. And because when he, when he was talking to, to Leonard, it was, you could see that he was very much, I don't know how to go a, along with this conversation, whether I actually sit there and talk to you about it and say, or whether I keep it behind your back, because I don't think Leonard, I don't think Sheldon could do that. He is not good at holding secrets. So for him to hold a secret that he was seeing Penny as a friend behind Leonard's back, he, it would have just been, yeah. it just wouldn't have worked. Um, so, you know, he, so Leonard does say, listen, it's Okay. You can be friends with Penny and me. That's completely fine. So sometimes later we see Penny and Leonard and they're in the laundromat and they bump into each other. Um, where the, tr the two try to keep things friendly between each other. And of course, Leonard explains how fine he is with Sheldon and Penny being friends. And Penny's like, oh, you know, that's awesome because his mother rang me and has asked me to go and buy it. Take, take him, him sheet and, sheet and, and shoe shopping. shopping. And he goes, well, I was going to take him shoe shopping. And he goes, and she goes, oh, well, um, you, you know, you can. Oh, that's right. He goes, no, I was going to, he was going to go. He wants, she wants me to go and buy sheets and towels with him and shoes. And he goes, well, I was going to do that. She And she goes, okay, well, you can do it. And he goes, no, no, no. I um, don't want to do I don't it. Want I was to do just that. going do to it. do it. And he, she goes, okay, well, if you want to, you can go and take him for shoes. And he goes, I just bought him shoes. And she goes, well, all I know is that they hurt his feet. And he goes, okay, well, I'll take him next Thursday. Or I'll take him on Thursday. And I'll goes, take him oh. next weekend. Oh, no, a bunch of the girls and I from work are going to Disneyland, and Sheldon wants to come. 
And it's like, well, I was going to take him. She goes, well, you know, he overheard me talking about it. What was I going to do? Say no. And she goes, and he says to her, well, okay, well, just let me know if you're going to stuff him, you know. Uh, you well, know, it's junk, of, food junk food because I don't want to bring home food and have it go to waste. And she goes, well, he's going to be eating junk food. He's going to Disneyland. And he goes, well, just be careful because he, if he eats churros. Well, don't let him ride Space Mountain after he eats. Otherwise, you'll end up with churro puke all over your shoes. Yeah. And keep him away from from um, Goofy. Goofy because he's he's got a problem with it. And she, and she goes, what? And he goes, I don't know, but I'll have to deal he's with okay it. He's okay with Pluto, but he's... But, but if Goofy. he gets near Goofy, I'll have to deal with the nightmares. <laughs> Which is, it's really becoming a very, very strange situation. Well, it's funny because the scenario around Leonard and Penny's breaking up with Sheldon being their child is copied from that 70s show. From the episode in 2001, Pinchotti and Foreman, where Donna and Eric broke up and Fez was their child. Yeah. Oh, I saw that one. I never watched that show. Yeah, I, I only watched a, a- yeah, you know, small amount. I didn't go through the whole thing. I, I lost interest. Um, but the remainder of this episode showcases Leonard and Penny as separated parents to their son Sheldon. Yeah. <laughs> because they come home and it's like, you know, the, the the boys are playing a board game and Sheldon comes in with Penny and she's like, We're home, and he's coming in yawning, and, and then of course Leonard's like, It's 10 o'clock. I thought you were gonna, you know, I had dinner for him. You're I thought supposed you were to call. He was supposed to call, and she goes, you know, and he goes, No, I'm not tired. And she goes, You are, and he goes, Well, I can still eat. And she goes, No, you've already thrown up once. Go put on your PJs and brush, brush your, teeth. your teeth and get into bed. And as he walks away, this is where Leonard goes, Did you have, have something to say to Penny? And did you want to thank Penny? And she he's like, Thank you, Penny. And she's like, You're welcome, sweetie. And you can see that Howard and Raj are sitting on the couch on the sofa like looking like what the hell and yeah. this is where Leonard says would you like a cup of coffee and she's like oh no I better get going and he goes come on it's just a coffee and she goes oh okay and this is where you see that Raj whispers something into Howard's ear and Howard comes back with yeah it's a little twisted I think yep now and- I, I just want to step back for a second yeah. and say that the boys are playing this game called talisman but they have too many character cards on the board there's five including two toads while there's only three players Oh yeah. Okay, I mean they they might have been at it, they might have doubled up. I don't know. I don't know, but but yeah. um, we see that as she, as uh, Leonard is pouring Penny a cup of coffee, she's like, he's like, what do I smell? And she goes, um, short Leonard, Sheldon's Sheldon Sheldon puke on my shoes. <laughs> and you just see Leonard like, see, I told, told you, so. you so. And so we see that um, the two of them are watching show watching Sheldon sleep from his bedroom door. And this is where Leonard's, uh, this is where Penny says to Leonard, you know, I think we can do it. And she, and he goes, what? No, no. The first one was, oh, he's such an angel, angel. when he's asleep. It's too bad he doesn't, too bad he has to wake up. And this is where she goes, I think we no, can. No, I do- think we can do it. And and Leonard's like, oh, put a pillow over his face and suffocate him while he's sleeping. Yeah, but that probably wouldn't be such a good idea. <laughs> and I like how Penny goes, no, you and I being friends. And he goes, yeah, yeah, we can do that. So here's an idea. How about friends who friends have, who have sex? sex? And she goes, good night, Leonard. And he goes, well, I'm just joking. Just two friends fooling around. No, two friends goofing around. Goofing around. That's when and- Sheldon goes, no, no, goofy. <laughs> In his sleep. <laughs> the episode goes to black. And that is the end of this episode. Yeah, it and- wasn't 
great. It wasn't a great episode. It, it was had a, a good, couple of moments, but overall. Was, yeah. But I do, I do want to point out that Sheldon, so going back a little bit, Sheldon, while pretending he was go, really going out for a walk, encounters a dog and has to run from it. Eventually, he returns to Penny's apartment, disheveled and out of breath with one remaining hot dog after giving up the others to get away from the dog. However, later when they're eating, Sheldon's all cleaned up and his hair is back to normal. And when he mentions his new shoes are not made for running due to the aforementioned incident, they both act as if he wasn't running at any point, even though he told her he had to run away from a dog. Penny asked if he was, and Sheldon said he wasn't. This even carries over to when he confessed to Leonard of him seeing Penny behind his back and when he decides to tell the tale of his encounter with the dog. Uh, when Leonard and Penny have their conversation about him in the laundry room, Penny tells him all he knows is that his shoes hurt his feet. There's no indication of Sheldon's dog encounter or Leonard realizing that two and two go together. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, I don't know. We also just want to say that as of, and I just checked this, uh-huh. as of right now, the 13th of August, we have had... 2023. 2023, we have had 1,091 downloads. Well, that's exciting. So you can see just how big our listeners um, are. They are in, we are just gaining traction. Okay, we're supposed to talk about that after we finish the podcast. I know, I know, okay. So where do we get, <laughs> would we have any more fun facts or crazy credits? So for those following along, we had one Chinese takeaway and one cook at home today. Oh, yes. And Chuck Lorre Productions, crazy credits number 285, the sitcom writer's prayer. Lord, if it be thy will, give unto us a story that has lots of comic potential while simultaneously exploring and defining our characters and their relationships, preferably something that hasn't already been done on Dick Van Dyke or Friends. If, in thine infinite wisdom, the story you provideth is over the top, please help us convince ourselves that we are creating a classic farce so we can look our actors in the eye and explain, with face straight, that jumping the shark is how we determine our love for, demonstrate our love for you. Also make us into a channel through which true and honestly funny dialogue flows to our principal, supporting, and guest characters. If, on the day of judgment, thy heavenly words elicit silence from the studio audience, relieve us of our suffering, O Divine Master, by giving us the strength to tell our friends and family that we are doing a dramedy. Finally, Lord, we call on your infinite mercy, praying that you forgive us our many network sins, most notably Lenny and Squiggy-style smash-cut jokes, and after that we are brought low by the Nielsenites. You lift us up and lead us into the valley of high-concept, vaguely sentimental feature films like thou didst with thine exalted emissary, Judd of Apatow. Amen. Oh, and a couple more things. May our director someday figure out a way to start a restaurant scene that does not require a waiter to walk across the room. And may all those internet residuals we fought for during the last strike start rolling in. Amen, redo. Oh, and I like that. That, that Okay, so that strike was the first writer's strike we went through yeah. where um, the Big Bang Theory went into hiatus for a short amount of time while the writers were trying to get better pay. And funny enough, right now we're in the middle of another one. Where the writers, um, the yeah, writers are we're actually in the middle of a double whammy that both uh, the writers and SAG-AFTRA, which is the actors' union, are both striking. Yeah. Um, yesterday, Marissa Tomei actually made an appearance um, and was um, protesting with the with the protesters as well. Yeah. Which was really nice. But we do see, um, as I said, we do see that our episodes, we've got 1,091 downloads. And I was just checking... Our highest geographical location in the United States, what do you think it would be? I don't know. Illinois. 
Really? Yeah. Hmm. Illinois, 41%. Then we've got Colorado at 7%. And then California, New York, Rhode Island, and Florida at 4%. Okay, then. And then the last two are Indiana and Minnesota at 3%. So okay, and we, then. We're, all over the, we're all over the world now. That's awesome. Yeah. So we really so, want to thank everyone for doing Yes, for, we want to thank everybody for, for following along with us. If you are enjoying the podcast, we'd love it if you could pop onto Apple Music and leave us a rating and a review, because that definitely helps us get discovered more easily in the search results. And if you are enjoying it and you have friends who like the Big Bang Theory, please invite them to join you with the conversation. And as always, we would love to hear you hear from you. So feel free to email us at... Perpetual Motion Squad 00, that is the number 00 at gmail.com. Okay. So it has been a fun episode today. We're, and I know the next one is is one of your favorites. Well, hang on a minute. We've got to do what uh, what the question is this week. Oh, right. What's the so what's the question? Well, Wednesday answers it. So we've got to tell her because th- she's not going to know what we're doing. So the, this week's question is, have you ever stayed friends with an ex? Now, that's an interesting one because it's either have you ever stayed friends with an ex that you're still friends with today or have you stayed friends with an ex and then you decided, no, screw it, I can't do this anymore. I've, I've stayed friends with them. They haven't always stayed friends with me. Yeah, I must admit that I have never once stayed friends with any of my exes at all. It surprises me because you're a good guy. Well, it's not through a lack of me sitting there going, okay, I, I will be okay to be your friend, but they had other ideas. So it's yeah. their is their problem, not mine. But yes, okay. so this week's question, have you ever stayed friends with an ex? And now you can answer that perpetual motion squad zero zero at gmail.com. You send it you can send it a direct message to us there. Or if you're listening to Spotify or any other li- listening platform, you'll get the question there. Just click on it and you'll be able to answer it. Or, and, not or, and our next episode is Season 3, Episode 21, The Plimpton Stimulation. And this one is an interesting one. It's an interesting one. Yes. So anyone that's following along, be be prepared. It's very, very interesting. Okay. So yeah, this is one's <laughs> a little bit of adult content. It is. So we want to thank everybody for joining us today. We look forward to seeing you next week. And in the meantime, we'll catch up at the Cheesecake Factory. Bye, everyone. Music and mythology. Started with the Big Bang.